Hey there, Courage Pro Wrestling fans. I know you're looking forward to this week's podcast with Vitamin D himself, Johnny D. But before we get into that, we do got to take care of a little bit of business. So today's date, May 21st, does mark the day of my mother's birthday. I know she does listen to these interviews. Uh, She likes to hear my voice more than I like to hear my own voice sometimes. So I know she is listening right now. So I know from myself, the sick little one, sick space hair, Shauna, whatever you want to call her, mom, from us to you, we just want to say happy Happy birthday. birthday, as well as I've had a couple of special guests call in that want to say the same thing. Sending a big shout out to the mama clowny. Must not have been easy to raise a man like Clowney, but you sure did it. So, hope he spoils you on your special day. Happy birthday again from Dylan Graydon. Hey, Sharon. It's your uh, favorite wheelchair-bound person, uh, your son's broadcast partner, Josh. Just uh, coming on here to wish you a happy birthday. Hope it's uh, a good, as good of a day as it can be and uh, you get everything you wish for. And uh, I look forward to seeing you when this virus ends. Uh, Say hello to Don for me, and I hope you're all doing well. Again, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I know how weird it is to celebrate a birthday during all of this madness. I had mine in April. I hope that you're still able to uh, have a good day and to enjoy yourself, and most importantly, to feel loved. Happy birthday. Welcome to this week's edition of the official Courage Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm, of course, your host. That is the two-time, two-time commentator of the year, your favorite and mine. Of course, this is Clowny J. How y'all doing this week? Now, I always ask, how y'all doing? Uh, Honestly, this week, uh, I I could be a little better. Uh, I'm going to try get Josh on the line after my interview with Johnny D. Uh, he and I have a few things to square out. Uh, if you listen to the Courage Pro Faithful episode with Dylan Graydon, you'll hear me address that at the end. Uh, I like to control the guests that come on my show. I don't like to be told, hey, Clowny, here's who's coming on your show. This is my show, motherfuckers. <sighs> But that being said, let's get back into a good mood here, because I do have Vitamin D himself, Johnny DeLuca, coming on. We are, of course, going to talk about his whole life, his career, uh, his few spots he's had with us in Courage, and, of course, his future plans. So let's not waste any time. I know you want to hit your smoke break before the interview. I know I want to hit my bong break before the interview. So let's hear from... uh, our friends over at Sunset Crypt, and then we'll get right into the interview. Do you like horror? Sci-fi? Superheroes? Comics and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. Guest of this time, Mr. Johnny B. himself. How you doing, sir? Hey, good. How are you? What's going on? Not bad, not bad. How you been holding up? 
I'm going a little bit crazy, but uh, trying to keep sane, trying to keep sane. Yeah, what are you doing to keep yourself sane? Well, watching wrestling. I think a lot of people are doing that. <laughs> um, I've been working out a little bit, uh, playing video games. That's just about it. Sleeping a lot, maybe. <laughs> oh, there you go. What are you playing? What are your games? Well, if it's not WWE 2K, it's like something on Wii. Honestly, I'm not too much of a gamer. I'll play like GTA here and there. But uh, yeah, like uh, just hooking up the old Wii and um, playing games I haven't played in years, like Mario Kart, stuff like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. For the 2K, have you uh, made yourself? Can the people download uh, a little vitamin D onto their system? Not yet, but I always, uh, I've always thought of that. I I have 2K20, but I haven't really played it too much. I, I'm, I still prefer the last game. I still prefer 2K19. Well, they did announce the 19 servers are staying up, up, up there for the foreseeable future. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So uh, I would suggest making a little vitamin D, getting them out there, let the people download you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so besides that man how, how you been during all this like uh i i know it's been about uh a rough mental state for everybody just you know how you holding up i just keep on thinking like uh how things will be different when we get back just trying to prepare for that right so uh trying to get more in shape than i was the last match i wrestled trying to really learn stuff with like tape study and all that that that's as far as wrestling goes, you know, but like, as for like, you know, seeing friends again and all that, just, you know, preparing my house, cleaning, cleaning my basement, you know, cleaning right. my room and all that until just that, that one day where I can have people over again. <laughs> Cause you're still a young pup yourself, right? Yeah. I just turned 18 a few days ago. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. Man, when I broke in, first started trying to break in, you couldn't even get your wrestling license till you were 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's start at the beginning of your 18-year lifespan here, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, were you always a hammer boy growing up? Yes, I was. Uh, I live in the Hamilton Mountain. Okay. Uh, now the mountain, of course, you know, east and west mountain, completely different areas, uh, just like every section of Hamilton. Uh, tell me about growing up on the, on the, up on the, what we called up on the hill. Uh, I had a pretty good childhood. Um, I live with three sisters, so that can be a little bit uh, challenging sometimes. But uh, no, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I live in a good area. A lot of good, surrounded by good people. Uh, Johnny, you're cutting out on me. I cannot hear you, sir. Uh, I think my uh, feed got a little too much vitamin D here. We will give it a second to see if Johnny can hear us or if I can hear him. 
All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a quick break in here. And because I like to keep shit live and fresh, I will not edit any of this out because I'm that kind of asshole. We'll get Johnny to refresh his seed. I'll get him a new link and we'll. As you guessed, folks, the feed fucking dropped there. Uh, Spoiler alert, won't be the first time in this conversation. Uh, However, no worries, you will get that little break noise, and I might even pop on and say hi to you. Hey. Hey. We are... (laughs) Sorry about that. No worries, it does happen, and I'm the kind of asshole that leaves all of that in. We are not going to retake any of the questions so far. Uh, oh, perfect. As Mean Gene once said, we're fucking live, pal. Cool. Love it. <laughs> you know, just like in the ring, you only get one take, right? For sure, for sure. For sure. Uh, you're telling me about, you know, a pre- pretty good, pretty, uh, you know, pretty solid life growing up on the uh, the hill there for you. So how for did sure. you first discover professional wrestling and how did you fall in love with it? Uh, how did I, how did I like get into it? How did I start training or like watching? We'll get get to the training later on. How did you first start watching it as a fan? Okay. So growing up, my dad used to always just flip through the channels. And then, uh, when there wasn't hockey to watch or something like that, he would watch, uh, SmackDown. So this was around like the time of like 2009, maybe 2010. And I don't remember the specific match, but I do remember Rey Mysterio being on the, being on screen. And uh, I just told him to leave it on, but uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you exactly how it happened. But after that, I was hooked. I was hooked right away. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that Rey Mysterio is the one uh, that got you hooked because every time I've seen your gear, uh, the way you've got your logo set up, it reminds me of when Ray did his Daredevil attire at WrestleMania. I know exactly what you're talking about. A hundred percent. Is that on purpose? Johnny. Johnny, don't go. Johnny, no. Johnny, no. I'm on data. I can't even blame Small Town Internet. We're still rolling. We're going to try to get round three with Johnny D. Guess what, folks? It happened again. I told you I'd come on and say hi. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. It happened again. <laughs> wow. wow. We have crappy internet here. That's for sure. That's for sure. That And I'm also in a small town as well, and we're both going from basements right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. My basement's been known for crappy internet, but I didn't think it was this bad. 
Sorry about that. Hey, we, we will keep doing takes. My The listeners will keep hearing the little break noise and me cutting in as often as we fucking need, even if we go an hour and it happens every five minutes. Okay. Okay. So we were talking about the, the gear there. Is that intentionally Rey Mysterio inspired? Uh, not intentional. Uh, when I was thinking of the, uh, the gear that I wanted, I wanted it to... Uh, be a little bit different right and since i wasn't ready to um go out without a top or anything like that i i wanted to kind of make it unique not a lot of people do um not a lot of people wear both up um not a lot of people cover their full body and when they do they usually have a singlet and then tights right so i i I wanted to kind of make it different That makes sense. It definitely helps you stand out, especially, uh, like you said, a lot of people do the the double strap singlet with the pants, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, big Ray Mysterio fan growing up. How did you uh, discover the independent scene? Uh, that's, a, that's a funny story. Um, so the very first show that I attended, I think... I think it may have been maybe five about five years ago. Uh, it was it was Alpha One, and I didn't I had no clue about indie wrestling at all whatsoever, and no like idea that this whole other world existed other than you know the big companies. So my, one of the uh, one of my because I used to do jujitsu right Brazilian jujitsu. And one okay. of my co- yeah, one of my coaches were really really into it, also. So, and he had a friend who would go to the shows all the time. So I think my very first indie show was like Final Act Six, right? And so that's kind of how I discovered because afterwards it was like, holy crap, there's a lot more of this. Then I experienced. Uh, Battle Arts Academy and, and Destiny Wrestling, right? So I used to go to Mississauga a lot as well. And that opened up the whole new world. And I said to my dad, once I turn 15, I'm going to wrestling training. I'm doing this. <laughs> and was he supportive of that idea or did he kind of chuckle at it? Uh, very supportive. He, um, he made me wait until I was 15, though, for sure. Uh, and then after, like, right at, days after my 15th birthday, that's, that was my first time at HPW. Excellent. So uh, you did just say you're an HPW student. How long uh, had, you know, you never stopped learning and wrestling. Yeah. So how long has the training been going on for you? Um, so I started, I think, 2017. Around, around May, I think it was May 2017. Um, so I went there for maybe two or three months. And then uh, football started again because I play, I play football in school. Um, so, and that's a, that's a huge, like, commitment and dedication. It has me, like, busy for, like, five days a week. So I kind of had to put wrestling on hold very early into my training and then right. I would, I would have a bit of a, like an injury after football as well. So 
I, what do you uh, play in football? What's the position? So I played left guard. Okay. Yeah. For all four years, left guard. Yeah, it's really, uh, really. Lineman. Pardon? I, I was a uh, Delta Raider lineman, so. Nice, nice. See, me too, me too. Except <laughs> Bishop Tony. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did the opposite. I, I quit football for wrestling school. Ah, see, there you go. I, I, I tried to do them at the same time, and that was kind of hard. <laughs> oh, no, the way it went for me is we had football until about 5 p.m. Wrestling school was at 7. Yeah, oh, nice. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I went home, had a shower, had dinner, went to training. What a day, eh? Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, so get back into your training, man. This ain't an interview on my ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing it so I don't, I don't forget. I, I lose my train of thought. Um, oh, what was it talking? About? Okay, so I would, I would take like a five or six month break after that, after like wrestling. So I came back and like things were like all new. They have already had like their first show and everything. So. Like when I came, like when I came back, like I missed a lot, right? All the guys that I was like training with that were like, kind of like on my same level, they were all like out and about doing shows and all that. And so I wanted to kind of get to that level too. And how is that, you know, before the world came to a, a halting stop, how has that progression been? Um, just outstanding. Like I enjoyed going to training whenever I could. I, I would at least try to make two or three for two to three weeks at least or two to three times a week at least. And just, I made so many friends there too. Rip is just a fantastic teacher. Uh, I love my training buddies, Evan Greenaway, Tyler Arrow, Safe Travis, Mike Forte, Raunchy Nuts, you know, and so, so much more too. That has been a key part in me. Uh, just keep, keep going, keeping going. For sure. Now, now, see, it's funny. You bring up Rip Impact, someone who, you know, uh, I'm talking to. We're trying to find a good date to get him on the pod. Yeah. Tyler Arrow was my first episode. I've had Safe Travis on. Uh, I, I've said it before on episodes. Uh, I'm calling him out again for it. Evan Greenaway has been big-timing me. He doesn't <laughs> respond to my DMs. Uh, Josh from Courage Pro has reached out to him on Facebook. He big-timed Josh and ignored his message. Come on, Evan. It's to a point that I've booked Justin Sane coming on this show in the next couple of weeks. Nice. And apparently even he's got something to say about Evan big time and me. So, <laughs> well, they do, they do have a bit of a feud. So that makes sense. Exactly. That, that was, I'm like, you know what, if Evan wants to ignore me, I'm going to bring in Justin and hear what he has to say about it. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a plan. I, I'm, I'm vindictive like that, bro. <laughs> I totally get it. Totally. So in these, uh, you know, the early days from the, the training shows onward, what really stands out in your mind uh, if you were to say, hey, go check out this match of mine versus person X, who would you be uh, suggesting to uh, check out? Hmm. I have a lot of matches that I'm proud of. and so Let's hear them. Uh, from HPW, I guess, like, my first match that I said, like, that is my best match. Uh, was against Corey Stone for the HBW title. 
and that was in the main event. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely, it was very early into my career, but a hundred percent that that's gotta be up there. Uh, if I'm talking more about like HPW, uh, me versus Evan Greenaway, that was just, that went really well for me. Uh, me and Tyler Arrow, again, those two are just phenomenal opponents. Uh, and we have great chemistry, I feel in the ring. And I think it's because we're friends outside too. Um, just more recently, me and Chris Logan, we had a pretty good one. Um, if I had to talk about other matches outside of HPW, definitely uh, me and Ricky Stardust. Like, again, that was really fun for me and, and really early in my career as well. He has been a mentor. experience too, because Ricky Stardust has been, uh, you know, lacing up the boots for many a year now. For sure. For sure. Ricky Stardust is actually um, the man who recommended HPW to me um, when uh, they kind of just first opened and I was looking for a wrestling school. He told me, hey, because uh, he knew Rip. And so that's how, that's how I kind of got started in training. So thank you, Ricky Stardust. And he's also mentored. He'd been a huge mentor to me also. And uh, yeah, I just, I loved when we had that match. Um, me and Holden Albright, for sure. Like that was just a huge learning experience. Um, and I thought we told a great story and that's at Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment. Um, thinking of more. Me and Reckless Ryan Swift had a good match right. at SKM, uh, SKM Promotions. That was a good one, for sure. Again, I love, I love getting the opportunity to work with guys who have been, in, been around for a long time. You know, it's a great learning experience. <clears throat> I will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll use that as a good transition. Speaking of a good learning experience, uh, I believe the first time we brought you into Courage Pro uh, was to take on the son of textbook Tyson Dukes and his yeah. son, Ethan. Uh, there's a learning experience right there. Ethan, of course, is someone who grew up in the business because of who his father sure. is. So what was it like being brought in to take on uh, what some people would call a prodigy of the industry? That was just, when I was told that that match was happening, I was just, I was shocked, really. I was like, um, I was kind of over the moon about it. Um, and then, because that would be the first time I'd, I'd met Ethan, right? And we were very similar, right? you know, similar in age, similar in experience as well. Like talk, like we're really new to the whole business around it, you know, both. And that was just, that was right. Awesome. Now, what, what were your overall thoughts going into and during the match? Uh, obviously, Ethan is not the same body type as his father. No. Uh, he's a beefy young boy. Looks like a young yeah. caveman. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty big boy. <laughs> yeah. He, he is. Um, and I felt it too. Very, very strong, right? Um, but he, you know, just like, just like his father, really um, solid on the basics. You know what I mean? Really... Um, just pounding those fundamentals and that and i 
I experienced that firsthand. It was great. Uh, I learned a thing or two as well. Now, when you go back and rewatch that match, besides the award-winning commentary, <laughs> is there anything special that stands out to you? Uh, when I go back and watch it, I have yeah. kajillion times. I watch all my matches uh, as soon as they come out, like, repeatedly. Always learning. But I, I watch it for my own enjoyment as well. Like, even during school, when, like, things are, like, super boring, I have, like, all the links on, my, on like, uh, my notes. So I would just, like, watch just random matches that I've had, new matches that I've had. I'd show my friends. Like, I'd pick it apart. I'd, like, replay the parts that, like, I like very much and also the parts that, you know, I can do better with that match for right. sure and it really helps that it's available on youtube you know well i i can tell i'm pretty much the same way whenever a match comes out on the free match friday cheap plug for mac there or um you know when the dvds would come out for courage pro uh as a commentator myself uh i would make sure i watch everyone uh my wife would sit here and just roll her eyes as i sit here with my notepad <laughs> and critique every fucking sentence that's I that's how you get better yeah. It is uh, because my goal, I, I've said this to a few people because they'll look at me with a notepad and they're like, what are you doing with a notepad? And I'll let them know my job as a commentator is to put the soundtrack to the movie that you're showing 100%. in the ring. You're the main, you're telling a story there. I'm fucking John Williams <laughs> in the music trying to tell a story. Exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. That's such a good way to put it. Well, the, you know, there's a reason you guys are wrestling on a canvas. Yeah. You're artists. Yeah. That's also a great way of looking at it, too. And the only way to perfect it is to watch it over and over again to see where you went wrong or see where you can go better. And also to appreciate um, the good parts about it so that you'll know to do it again, right? Well, exactly. It's another reason why when I talked to Courage Pro about doing this podcast, I jumped on yeah. it right away. It gives me a chance to get to know young talent like yourself to help better put you over on commentary. Exactly. 100%. And it's really important, too. Like, the, the more I know about you, the better. Uh, you know, straight up shoot, me and you haven't had more than a five-minute, hey, how you doing at a show. 100%. Haven't had that luxury. And look at us now. Exactly. But yeah, g given this quarantine and this world situation, you and I have been able to sit here for close to 20 minutes now and 100%. get to know each other a little bit. Great way. Yep. And speaking of great ways, uh, I'm going to use that as another transition into the vitamin okay. D. Uh, of course, the first time I heard you say that, I said this on commentary. <laughs> Are you just offering people <laughs> up your dick? Yeah, and uh, I actually popped when I watched that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll, I guess I'll give you the story. Um, so please, it was my third match ever, like ever. Uh, student show HPW. It was the main event. Um, I teamed up with Careless Christopher Clarence to take on the HPW tag team champions, Raunchy Nuts. And they had just won the belts. I, I think. I love that name. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so they had just won the belts and they were going to defend them. And the whole kind of story of it, I guess, was that like, why are you, why are you doing this, Johnny? You know, cause they were like my mentors. I, ha- I have a lot of mentors, <laughs> but, um, they were right. kind of like my on-screen mentors and real life too. Um, and so they had been in my promos prior because me and careless, uh, Christopher Clarence had a feud. And so once we became a tag team, uh, we challenged the HPW tag team champions. And so then there was a little bit of, you know, kind of, uh, kind of a story there. So heading into that match, since wrestling was just so new to like everyone around me, like it was, they were so like not used to the idea of me being a wrestler. I had brought in a whole crap ton of people. Like I'm talking about a hundred tickets just on my end for that show. And that's, that's full of friends, family, like football coaches, teachers, everyone. Right. And so, and so, right. And they would also do the same thing. They would also bring uh, a whole lot of people to the show too. So now we have this match, right? And there's a hundred people cheering for me and Clarence. And then another hundred people cheering raunchy nuts. So the room is divided and there's this big kind of, uh, well, it was it was loud. It was crazy. That was one an experience I'll never forget. Like they <laughs> they're a little uh, they're a little too crazy, and um, I think I can't remember exactly uh, the finish, but I think I think it was I had turned on careless, right? But I was still you know a face and a favorite to the fans because. There were uh, there a hundred of them were there to see me, right? So I had turned on careless, and then it was kind of like the way it was the way it happened was kind of awkward. But when we got to the whole root of the situation, I joined Raunchy Nuts, right? And right, see Coca, Raunchy Nuts member, he cuts a promo, and basically he says. And we, nobody knew like that this was going to, like, I didn't know. W- what would Raunchy Nuts be without a little bit of vitamin D? Right? So nice. at that point, like, you know, we, we join and whatever. And now we're kind of like a faction. And I'm thinking of like merch. And he goes, well, how about vitamin D? How about, how about vitamin D? with like the syringe going down like into the D, you know what I mean? And so that's kind of how vitamin (laughs) D started and no dirty story connected to it. But (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) because when people ask me, what does the D stand for? I I usually respond like, Oh, it's for whatever you want to be. Right. But no, there's no, there's no (laughs) dirty story. (laughs) See, like I said, I was a Delta kid, so you got to keep my mind out of the gutter. <laughs> oh, for sure, a bunch of uh, yeah, a bunch of people ask me that. I'm like, you know, for the for the sake of the kids, no, it's it's Deluca. 
<laughs> no, is that a shoot last uh, name? That is my real last name. Johnny, Johnny DeLuca. Well, my name is Jonathan. So Jonathan DeLuca. That's my real name. But um, right. Yeah, no, that's that's shoot name. I only ask because, of course, you know, a little bit of Italian heritage in my blood growing up in the East End. I, of course, I'm related Fantastic. to some DeLuca. Everybody is. <laughs> Everybody in the East End is related to a yeah, DeLuca in one sure, way or another. Sure. People ask me all the time, are you related to like these DeLucas or like these DeLucas? I'm like, you know, you're going to have to ask my dad. I'm Probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, all I know is uh, old Uncle Jimmy, patriarch of the family. He was at my oh, family okay, reunion. Okay. So, okay, I'll have to ask my dad about that for sure. See, you say you say old ass Uncle Jimmy and Aunt Georgina, and pretty much everyone knows <laughs> who you're talking about. For sure, for sure. Oh, that's so funny because that's so, literally the, next the story of my life. The next time we. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then, of course, you see the DeLuca plumbing and hot tubs everywhere at the Tie Cat games and shit. And yep. You're like, oh, probably. Yep. I don't know. For sure. The, there's the DeLuca roofing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. For sure. Yeah. That, those we are related to. We are related to them. Yeah. Oh, nice. So the next time we got to see you in CPW was at our Hamilton Heritage yeah. Rumble, too. Uh, what was it like for you working uh, the Rumble? So- that was uh, it. Wasn't my first rumble because the first rumble was actually my debut at HPW, but it was only a ten-man rumble. Um, that was a really cool experience because I was in the ring with a lot of good talent. It was a great opportunity. I got to work with Mark Shaw, uh, Justin Sane, Gregory Iron. You know that was fantastic, and it was a great experience for me. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a little hurt that Mark Shaw would take the advantage of watching Wade Allen crush me in the corner and toss me over the top rope, but. Man, that, that Wade Allen splash oh, is God. no fucking joke, man. I've been man. on the receiving end of Wade Allen. I don't, know, I don't know how many times I can count, but dude, he is one fast son of a bitch. One fast son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. And here I am, a guy that hasn't taken a bump in probably the length of my marriage, which is 13 he is years so now. Quick, it's not even funny for his size. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I get into a corner, look up, and all I hear is, I'm, I'm going to slash him. The agility Next thing is you know, insane. He's... Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to get him on this show just oh, to talk to him and see if we can bury the hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> so with that man what are your future plans and or goals both immediate and long term in the business <clears throat> well I'd love for this to be a job I'd love to work as a pro wrestler for the rest of my life or for the rest of my adult life but um, I mean short term just keep doing what I'm doing and just trying to improve man like uh that's that stuff is really important just keep on paying my dues keep on you know branching out to new promotions and keep on doing new things is there any promotion or championship in particular that you may have Hmm. your eye on promotion 
shoot now, now's your time to shoot your shot right yeah i mean when i think of promotions i i've worked for um a, not a, a lot compared to like some guys but like you know about 13 or 14 of them you know i'd love to i'd love to work for more right i'd love to uh work for 365 eventually I think that would be cool. Um, right. Alpha One again. I, I have gotten the opportunity to work for Alpha One, uh, which was amazing. I can't stress that enough. That was just such a good experience. Um, so I'd love to do that again. And uh, I'd love to just keep on appearing in the promotions I've already, already have as well. You know, like, and as for champions, any champion, any champion. I'd love to, I love the challenge. Excellent. Well, I know you should, uh, uh, once things do pick back up, I, I'm pretty sure Josh has something in mind for you. When I was putting together my list of uh, possible guests, uh, management themselves said, Hey, make sure you reach out to awesome. Johnny D. Awesome. I'm glad. And, and you know, Josh will be listening and I'll, I'll actually be having him on the next segment. So me and him can have a little something, something out. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. With that brother, is there anything else that you want to shout out? Uh, anything on your mind that you want to say um, to the people? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Well, I'd love to just say thank you to a couple of people. That's possible. You know, like, thank Go you for it. just for helping me during my career, just for, uh, you know, giving me advice, working with me, uh, rip impact for sure. I don't, I don't know where I'd be without rip impact. Uh, Evan Greenaway, Tyler Arrow, Clay Wilson, safe Travis, you know, Wade Allen, raunchy nuts, my boys, <laughs> uh, Forte, uh, Ricky Stardust. Uh, Steve Brown, Justin Sane, you know, so so many guys that have just made it made it better for me, you know, made this experiment experience just a lot sweeter. And where can people pick up that, that T-shirt? T-shirt? Uh, well, you can contact me for it. Uh, I don't really have like a, a certain site yet. Uh, I think it should be available on the HWE app, but uh, as of right now, I think that's it. Yeah. Perfect. So watch for a DM from me because my wife's already saying she wants one. So with that, my friend, are you still there before we ask the super controversial question? This is break three. Oh, it's not clowny. Uh oh. I was going so well. It was. <laughs> I'm gonna slap my nuts on this app's mama if it keeps it up. <laughs> uh, I think I was just um, uh, just naming people like I I gotta think. Uh, also, another one, Caleb Johnstone. Shout out to Caleb Johnstone. And definitely and check out his podcast as well if you have a chance 100%, 100%. so before we do let you go we got a couple of fan questions one of course being is oh, awesome. 
Safe Travis wants to know when you guys are going to lock up in the ring. I wish I could say tomorrow. <laughs> I wish I could say tomorrow. But, um, yeah, as soon as this is all done, I'd love to wrestle with Safe Travis. That's definitely on my list for sure. Perfect. And uh, my co-host of CPW Faithful, our uh, fans in production podcast, wants to know if a building can still be called a building once it's already there, wouldn't that just be called a structure? If it's no longer being built, is it still a building? Hmm. Um, okay. Okay. I got, I got one. Um, do you know when you find things, for example, like I found something and we call it findings, right? You know what I mean? That's, that's how I approach that question. I will, with that approach in mind, uh, I'm not sure if you've become a regular listener of the show yet, but we do have an ever controversial question that we ask all of our guests. Uh-huh. Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Oh. Uh, is a hamburger considered a sandwich? Good question. Hmm. I, I would consider a hamburger a sandwich. The, the two pieces of bread are separated. Oh, okay. Then there's your answer. No, See, I, 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 I use that answer specifically because of Gunnar Lang's answer to the question. Oh, my God. Love Gunnar Lang. I love Gunnar Lang. Uh, I, I won't give you spoilers. Uh, regular listeners will know, but uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. Oh, yeah. Will do. Will do. <laughs> Perfect, man. So shout out your socials. Where can the people find you? Uh, okay, so it's generally Johnny DeLuca, but um, I think Instagram is Johnny DeLuca underscore. Uh, Twitter is Johnny underscore DeLuca. And then Facebook is just Johnny DeLuca. I know, why do I have to be so complicated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Perfect, man. Is there anything else on your mind before we let you go? Um. I just can't wait till this is all over, man. I see you in person. Excellent. Well, hey, man, until that time, I want you to stay safe, all right? Fantastic. You too. All right, thanks. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Peace. Hey, Cloud. Josh, buddy, so I just finished my interview with Mr. Vitamin D. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How was the interview with uh, one of Ontario's most promising up-and-coming talents? Uh, quite. Uh, you know, he's got that natural baby face energy. We talked everything from his Rey Mysterio influences to uh, goals he's setting him for himself in the future. Hmm, sounds interesting. Sounds very interesting. Um, he, You can kind of see the Rey Mysterio influence in his ring work. I mean, he was probably a really little kid at the height of Ray's most successful runs. Yeah, he was saying during the interview, uh, "Motherfucker's only eighteen years old." Yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe he just turned like uh, last week. I believe when he uh, wrestled Ethan Dukes, he was only seventeen at that time. And, and of course, you know, we did talk about that match, his thoughts going into it. And, uh, you know, my call on him offering people up his dick. 
hey, if whatever works for him. I remember having a conversation with him outside. You may have been around, you may not. But he thought, he literally thought I was kidding when I told him he was going to uh, go one-on-one with Ethan Dukes. Yeah, he was telling me about the uh, uh, how it felt going into that and his mindset and all that. Uh, when this does hit the airwaves, I do suggest you check it out. I uh, I definitely plan on it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you've listened to, what, every episode that's come out so far? Yeah, thus far. <laughs> you sound so enthused by that. I, I appreciate your support, sir. <laughs> I have I have listened to every episode that has come out thus far. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Look, at that, you're popping my wife, making fun of me. I can I can hear that in hell. If I can't pop her, then who can I pop? Right. <laughs> popping her costs a fee, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> So how have you been since the last time we've checked in with oh, you? I'm, I'm decent uh, watching, you know, shows on Disney Plus, movies on Disney Plus, Netflix, doing that type of thing. Following wrestling, which uh, what if it is out there? Um, I suggest if anybody has the opportunity to go check out the Impact Wrestling matches that the North have had. They're quite comical. Oh, yeah, I know. Last week's match now uh, actually had uh, a couple of Courage Pro Wrestling alumni with Safe Travis and Matt Grant. And uh, the week before, Charles Blackwolf was in action. Yes, yes. Um, Those three gentlemen that you mentioned have all been uh, competitors for CPW. Um, Safe Travis only the Rumble thus far, but everybody else has been in a ring for us. Hell. Matt Grant, everybody knows Matt Grant as one half of Empire. Oh, and to give Empire a shout out, yes, I downloaded them on PS4 in WW2K20. They are available for download. Yes, they are. I believe uh, uh, Arrow and Forte are as well. I, I know Arrow is. I have Arrow. I have not seen a Mike Forte, but if it's out there, I'd really like to add it. I have... From the in- Ontario indie scene, I have Empire, uh, The North, Tyler Arrow, and uh, he's not really an Ontario indie guy anymore, but he's from the area, uh, Big Mike Michael Elgin. Uh, well, I, I say, what? why don't you pick up as many members of the CPW roster you can? We'll set you up with your own Twitch stream, and we'll run an unofficial CPW event. <laughs> yeah, that might be the only thing we have to do for a while. As, uh, you know, it sounds seems like every festival or every get-together for the summer, including the Canadian National Exhibition, has been canceled. So who the heck knows when we'll be getting in a room together. But how I, I, I'm legit on that idea. If you want to set up an unofficial CPW 2K game, uh, we'll try to figure out the Zoom shit or whatnot, and me and you can do commentary on it. That that would be funny. Uh, let me see who's all out there from our roster. I might have to in uh, get some help for creating some of these characters because there are quite a bit. 
There are, and I know you can reach out to a few different people. I was talking to Vitamin D actually about getting his on the servers as well. So people, if you're listening, uh, if you don't have yourself a creator wrestler on those 2K servers yet, get one on there and get in touch with Josh and... I don't know. We'll aim for the end of summer at latest. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll aim for that and see how it goes and see if we're back running physical shows by then. But if not, hell, virtually might have might have to do. We'll call it computer pro wrestling. Sure, uh-huh. sure, that works. <laughs> it still still fits the initials, right? Exactly. Got to keep with the branding, brother. Yeah. <sighs> oh. All right, so I, I mentioned it on what would be last week's edition of Courage Pro Wrestling Faithful. Uh, I'm sure I brought it up on this week's. I haven't yet booked a guest. But let, let's talk about a little bit of an elephant in the room, good sir. What would that be? Uh, that would be the control over who's booking my motherfucking guests on this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Uh, I know management put the request in for vitamin D, which I was more than happy to oblige. Uh, He's a young up and coming talent. I had no issues talking to him. Uh, uh, However, uh, I do understand a guest has been booked on my behalf for the beginning of June. Yes. Uh, was this something not CPW would think, hey, maybe Clowny likes to know who he's going to talk to and have pleasant conversations? Hey, if you're going to use the CPW initials, we're going to book who we want on your podcast. Uh, we, we might have to talk about a raise or some sponsors for that, sir. You can shove that idea up your ass. <laughs> And you shut up in the corner, I'll cut off your hair dye supply. But, but that guest will be, and you will be on your best behavior, sir. <sighs> Nobody, none other than the CPW champion, Sabrina Kyle. She didn't deserve all those title shots, and she doesn't deserve a slot on my podcast. Somehow she gets both. Hey, hey, you can say whatever you want about that young lady's talent, but she's done more in the wrestling business physically in ring than you'll ever do. That's because I left the business early, sir. This this could be very, 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 very true. This could be very, very, very true. But management believes that the champion needs to be heard from. And since I've got no choice in the matter, Sabrina Kyle will be joining me in early June. And we'll talk about everything from the early days to the championship tournament to perhaps why she never helped beautiful Bia uh, when Bia was more than happy to help her, as well as uh, maybe the why she doesn't cut Twitter promos promoting our shows. Uh, well, I will put it. I'll put it the other way. You can ask her why she didn't help beautiful Bia because honestly, there probably should have been some help there. However, with that being said, 
you do run a good podcast here. You have had some great guests. You will have the champ. And, you know, I know you've reached out to a few guests who have not gotten back to you at this point, which is um, criminal. Oh, we can call him out. I've had other guests call him out. Dylan Graydon called him out on Courage Pro Wrestling Faithful. Uh, I've had Save Travis call him out. Uh, Johnny D has called him out on this very episode. Evan Greenaway, you've been called out over three times. And I do have Justin Sane coming on in the future who has words for you as well. I will put it this way. As much as I may bust your balls and put you in your place at times, Clowny J., that kid, Evan Greenaway, who is scheduled to go one-on-one with Justin Sane for the opportunity at not one but two championship opportunities, should be on this podcast to introduce himself more to our fans but he's been radio silent. I wouldn't call him radio silent when he showed up on Dylan's podcast recently. Okay, but he's been radio silent as far as CPW is concerned. That is correct, sir. Uh, my DM has went unread. So has mine. So has mine. I did uh, send him a private message and it to this day has not been viewed and I'm like what's going on you've done uh, Mr. Graydon's podcast which I'm not here to put down at all Um, but he's had the time to do that you know you've got a match with one of Ontario's living legends in uh, Justin Sane the night train Justin Sane at least you can do is get on the podcast and give us your opinion on the, the upcoming match. Now, uh, I'm not going to put words in anybody's mouth, but uh, out of pure speculation, perhaps he's afraid that I'll call him out on that Royal Rumble finish, and perhaps he knows that he hit first. We don't have, and this is, this is the line I'm going to stick with, we don't have an angle that proves that. We don't have an angle that disproves that. Correct. We don't have an angle that proves it either way. We have an angle that says both men hit the floor. And, you know, with that in mind, uh, in a future episode, I'm not sure what week I'm going to have him on. Uh, most people know him as Ringside with Chops. I'm actually going to have Chops come on CPW Faithful. He was on that side of the ring, sitting at ringside. He is a hardcore wrestling indie fan for anybody that knows this man. Uh I want his opinion on this matter. Yeah, that man was sitting, what, six to ten feet from us, Max? He was in the front row where they landed. Right, he was, what, six to ten feet from where we were positioned, but at a much better angle than we were. Exactly. So I think having Chops on this show will uh, shed a little light on the Rumble situation. I do look forward to hearing... Um, the opinion from Chops. He's a very delightful man, and I'm sure he has a lot of insight, and it'll be an interesting interview. Oh, definitely. That's the uh, the fun of the CPW Faithful show is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not limited to talking to just the workers. Uh, I'll talk to the fans. I'll talk to production members. Right. You're not you're not limited to just the workers. I mean, hell, I'm surprised, little one. 
your wife hasn't been interviewed, to be completely honest. Uh, she's uh, she's like a laughing guest in the background. Uh, she's always told me that she she's too shy to do the interviews herself. It's why she's not even our gimmick girl at ringside. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit. You got to get her drunk and stoned before she starts showing a personality to new people. I shy, dude. I shy. Challenge accepted. <laughs> she, she's uh, kept up with me on the rum tonight. I think she's had a little too much as it. Oh, it's all good. As long as you're having fun, being safe and healthy during this whole thing, it's all that matters. Oh, exactly, brother. So with that in mind, uh, you want to help me wrap up the podcast for this week? Sure. Why not? Excellent. So, brother, where can they find you? Shout out some people. Okay, they can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, Josh Rummelswell is the name. Uh, J-O-S-H. Last name is R-E-M-M-E-L-Z-W-A-A-L. And uh, on Twitter, at Cripple H. And I am getting better at answering the Twitter thing. <laughs> At least update your fucking profile picture, dude. If that's it's a still a great outline. You look like a bot account. <laughs> I, uh, I will uh, I will get out to at least adding the CPW look. Perfect, man. So until the next time that we check in with you, man, I need you to do me a favor. What? I need you to stay healthy, stay safe, but most importantly, Josh, I need you <laughs> to stay. Fucking shit.